almost nine o'clock. Uno, dos, one, two, tres, cuatro. Anything later, why don't you join us at nine o'clock on the ninth green? What happens there? That's a secret of the pros. Oh, and happy. Dress nice, huh? Welcome to the ninth green at nine. I have a very special treat for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Shooter McGavin. All right, welcome to the Nine Three and Nine podcast with your host Shooter. I'm joined by as always with Alex. Hey dude. With uh producer Tom. How you doing, Tom? Doing well. And we're back. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Eric Waddle last week. Uh, it was a lot of fun, like I said before. Uh, we really enjoyed it. Great guy. Uh, hopefully, we can have him back on sometime. But um, Regular. Regular, yeah. Friend of the show. Dude's a great guy. He actually reached out to me a couple times afterwards just saying how, uh, uh, how good of an experience it was coming on here. So, that was really nice of him. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to this week, though. A lot happened over the, the week and the weekend. Uh, the NBA Finals are set. Uh, our Cleveland Cavaliers are in there. Yeah, that's right. For the fourth time? Fourth, fourth time in a row. Fourth time in a row. Golden State Warriors in there for the fourth time in a row. Uh, back to <laughs> that matchup is uh, taking over the NBA landscape within the last few years. I love it. Um, it depends who you ask if people are tired of it or not. Uh, as a Cavalier fan, I'm definitely not tired of it. I was but I'm, say, a, I'm a little biased towards that opinion, obviously. If you, if you weren't a Cavs fan, let's say you were a, a 76ers fan or a Bulls fan, would you be tired of it? Well, if they're a Philadelphia fan, obviously they're going to be tired because they want their team to be in it. But as a, like an outside team like, say, Minnesota or the Phoenix Suns, um, I don't know how you'd be tired of this matchup. you got two of the best – got the best player in the league, LeBron, against – questionably the other two best players in Stephen uh, Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant. Uh, you want the star power in that league. I don't think people were rooting for a Boston Celtics-Houston Rockets series. I think that would have been abysmal for the ratings. Yeah, like what's the al- like <laughs> Who's going to want to watch like what's that? What's the alternative? Right. What's the alternative in the East? You want the Toronto Raptors in there against the uh, uh, Houston Rockets? No. no you want the two is, best teams still gonna be with really the, two, like the best players in the league in there. Yeah. But, uh, Wasn't game one last year like one of the highest rated – or no, I know Game Seven was in sixteen. I think Game One last year is yeah like first or second highest rated. And it's going to be the time. same thing this year. Yeah. You know, they're the best players, the best yeah. players, best teams. The best. Um, and you know they're going to market it well. I mean, the game's in Thursday. I mean, yeah. last year I think these series were wrapped up like early previous week. And you had to wait a whole like week and a half right. for these series begins. So it's nice they're actually going to start within the next couple of days. Um, but other than that, how was your guys' weekends, man? You guys have a good uh, dude, week weekend. Dude, just hit the ground running. Yeah, from, did you get golf out? You yeah, go golfing again? Oh, yeah. Played Friday. Okay. Played 27 Friday. Played 36 on Saturday. 18 on Sunday. And then Monday took a you know, day of rest. Day, know, day of rest with God over here? Yeah. On the yeah. seventh day you rested? Yeah, yeah the seventh day we <laughs> uh-huh. rested. It was awesome. Played at a great outing with the old man on Friday. It was a good time. Where'd you guys Didn't play? Leave. Some dog track out in eastern part of Ohio, dude. It was a dog track. Eastern part still, of Ohio? Yeah, like Chardon, like way oh, out okay. there, guys. That's far from where I'm at. So, anyways, so yeah, we played in that. And then uh, Saturday, well, dude, I went down to the Cavs game, I told you. Yep. Went down with my sister. It was awesome. Another great experience. They put on a hell of a show. Yeah, last-minute purchase. Last-minute right? purchase. Bought them right online. There was no alcohol-influenced in this purchase, was there? It was, a, it was 95% <laughs> alcohol-influenced. Alcohol, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so we were, I was you know partying on the course all day, and then, shit, we said, let's go to the game. It's a beautiful night. It's going to be a beautiful game, and it was. We had such a hell – we had a great time. Right, there's a lot of things going to. It could have been the Cavs' last game of the year, LeBron's right. possible last oh, game. Dude, there was this so. – yeah, there was a buzz in the air, and we didn't want to yeah, watch man. it at uh, random bars, so we're like, freaking, let's go down. Yeah, so man. we went down. I don't blame I was telling you, you, it was three of us. We had to buy four tickets because no one in their right mind sells three tickets. Right, yeah. So no we paid premium dollar for four tickets and only three of us went. So <laughs> so you guys all split the fourth ticket, obviously. Yeah, right? whatever. Right. It is what it is. So, and then uh, Saturday uh, teed it up again and then uh, went play? down. Uh, Pine Hills. Pine Hills. Yeah, I like that course. It's a gem. It's I like a nice that. course in Ohio. Yeah, dude. Shout out Pine Hills. They're, they got that course looking like freaking Augusta right now. They have two cuts of rough. Fairways wow. are fast and hard. You can bomb drives, and if you hit the slopes, they can go far. Greens are lightning. And it's just landscape really well. There's just flowers and birds and all that shit flying yeah. around all over there, and it's just a fantastic time. Yeah, so, I played there a few times. That's a really nice course. Absolutely, and they've there. kept their rates pretty consistent. So shout-out, awesome time. And then uh, 
I don't know what day yeah. am I even on anymore. You're on Saturday. Dude. Yeah. So you, you go yeah. off Sunday and you took your day of rest. Yeah, I took my day of rest. <laughs> I needed it. Well deserved, man. Well yeah. deserved. And I actually got on the course this weekend. For the no. First time. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Stop traffic. The sun was shining. Uh, where I, Where did you go? Oh, Cherry Ridge. Yeah. My old, my old uh, home course down there. I went out, played 18 for the first time in Ohio this year. How did it feel? It felt good, man. I played yeah. good. You know, like I said, usually I don't play a lot of golf, you know. Right. I uh, get out there, I can swing the six pretty good. I'm not thinking about it. So right. It was Who'd nice. You go with? Just my dad. Yeah, it's Dad cool. and one, a couple of his friends, we went out there and played. Dude, the weather was incredible. The weather was, it was hot, but it was, yeah. I'd rather take that over in oh, 50 degree weather. Right. Raining all the time. So. Right. But it was fun, man. We had yeah. a good time. Uh, I definitely hit the ball good. Can't complain about that for being out there for the first time. Yeah. So. No expectations, man. No, did you guys have any barbecues this weekend for uh, Memorial Day? Just relax. Went over my folks after uh, one of those rounds we recapped uh, before game seven. Went over yep, there. Yep, that's what we did. Yeah, Sunday my, night. My, my Sunday night, my bad. Yeah, oh, we went Sunday. over there. Yeah, my dad caught all these fish. We fried them up, and we had fish sandwiches. It was freaking awesome. So, little, yeah, we little, did that. Little Lake Erie Perch? Yeah, uh, walleye. Okay. Walleye. Yeah, they were just be- as good, man. Beautiful, man. Great. He fried them up just right. So, we did that. as a nice little base before the game. My sister, my dad, and I, we all went downtown for the game. Friends. I invited you even. I, I know. I wish I could have came. Yeah, but my wife was working. Couldn't pull the trigger. So Should have brought pull. the kid to the bar. Yeah. You would have had a hell she would have been time. thrilled. I would yeah. probably be divorced today. Yeah. Was the game. Hey, <laughs> so. game seven. So, yeah, man. Um, Tom, how about you, man? What did you do this weekend? Uh, first weekend of the travel ball season. So, okay. spent it all out on a ball field. Three, uh, three games this weekend. Team went one and two. And then uh, we got bounced in the semifinals. And... Ooh. Uh, Who'd you guys lose to? Uh, shoot, it's some bullshit team that's not even worth saying their name. Wow, <laughs> okay. that my, my hard feelings over here. I was pissed. We are so much better than this team, and we just shit the bed. Hey. Uh, but happens. but then I went out on Monday and uh, helped a good buddy of mine coach his his little his little kids team, and we brought home a tournament championship. So, so wow, nice. shout out to the, go. The, shout out to the Force Ohio Venom. Little Whoa, grand slam in the top of the seventh. Whoa, take the lead. Whoa, yeah, it was. Huge. You need hardware? You oh, yeah. I got, I, got, I got the trophy. Nice. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that pretty much covers our weekends. Yeah, We're going to jump into our beer of the week. Alex, um, how about you do the honors and describe this this beer that's in front of us? Uh, Joe, you were nice enough to pick this bad boy up, too. I, it was. Orange X we got here, boys and girls. Ale Smith, juicy, bright and crisp, it says right on the can. So, first time I ever looking at this at this thing it was actually sitting in my fridge about a week and a half and i didn't even take a gander because i'd be too tempted to drink it 5.5 uh percent alcohol extra pale ale brewed with some orange peel and natural flavors so i have no idea what the hell this is i've actually high like. expectations for this beer again ale down. smith okay you, you do a sounds little like, sounds like a good summer beer dude i'm not gonna lie though this thing looks like the labels on here is like crooked i don't know if we're gonna take points off like the x yeah no my my look at that label on there yeah, they think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that they're doing that for effect. Maybe. All right, oh, so, I see what you're saying with the, yeah. uh, what's it called, the anvil. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Let's rate this thing. Remember, 1 to 10, 10 being highest, 10 Oz is the best beer you ever had. 1 is the shittiest beer you ever had. Wow. Got to get the sound effects in. <sighs> I got to be honest, I'm not a fan. Dude. That's weak. Wow, that was very bad. I was not a fan of that at all. Where's know. the... Where Why is the is, citrus taste that? Is, that, it's is, it very, that? is it even carbonated? I don't think so, man. <laughs> Did you buy I some don't flat think beer? So. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, I just bought this beer. I mean, there's no way this can be flat. <sighs> it's just not good. It's just not good. Yeah, it's weak. Yeah, I, right off the bat, the number I came in my head was 6.2. Oh, dude, that's high. That was 6.2. Oh, I was going like 2.1. Two. Right, so, <laughs> so we got these things canned, at least mine. May eighteenth, twenty seventeen. Okay. So this beer have a it's got like have a longer than a year shelf life, no? Oh God, yeah. I mean, I just got this beer less than yeah, a week ago. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, this is a very disappointing. Ale Smith Orange X. Do not recommend. They tried their best. I think if it had a little bit more uh, carbonation, yeah, a little bit a big more pop at the end, I think I'd, I'd I'd like it. Yeah, I think so. I I just didn't think there was enough. Uh, yeah, giddy it up. It tastes like an IP. I mean, I don't know if this is an IPA. But no, it's like pale ale. It's a pale ale. So, yeah. no, I, 
this is what I expect from an IPA. Yeah. Where there's not much taste to it, and it's just blah. Yeah. Not a fan. Point two. You know, yeah. And, and guys, these are cold right out of the yeah, fridge. These are cold. Too. It's not like these are warm beers yeah. either. Yeah. Actually, no excuse for this beer to be this bad. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. It's probably my least favorite in our beer segment of the week. Yeah. We'll get them better All right, so time. here we go. Uh, for a canned beer left in a pantry, it usually lasts six to nine months. Okay. In a fridge, it can last six months to two years. Okay, so we're still within the window. Uh, I think we're well, well within the, the, the band. time frame of this beer being good. So, <sighs> Tom, what'd you give it? Uh, I'm going to say uh, 3.4. Yeah, man, I'm feeling so I, I feel like that's generous. 6.2, man. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the hell's gotten in here. Not a fan. All right, uh, so Ale Smith, uh, you can go back to your shanty. Yeah, Ale Smith. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump into our headlines now. Uh, Tom, what do we got for the first headline of the week? I think uh, we already talked about it a little bit. Yeah, the first headline is really the only headline since you guys don't want to talk about hockey. Uh, go Knights. Go Knights. <laughs> Dude, what a story. Yeah, what a story about the Knights. Just right. Want to get out of the way now? Yeah, what a story. They won the first game. Could be the first expansion team ever to win uh, the Stanley Cup there. So, this, so, so here, this was going to be in my factor fiction with you guys because I was going to force you guys to talk about it. If the Knights can pull off a Stanley Cup victory, is it the greatest sports story of all time? An expansion team winning it all in their first year. See, I, I don't, I'm not familiar enough with the expansion rules, like how they got they sorted their team together to know if it was like compared to like football when the Browns came back, they really were like shit. I'm like, so I'm I'm decently sure, and don't quote me on this, but I, you get one player from each club. I'm not sure how many that each club can protect. Yeah. Like, well, they, I'm sure they protected their like probably how many players could they protect? That's the question. I have. That, that's I'm not sure of. They had to be able to protect, like, five players from them. See, I, I was going to say more along the lines of, like, ten. Ten or five. Yeah, I would say so. I'd be like, the just imagine the Browns coming back in 99 and saying, hey, you could take any player in the NFL you want. Yeah. Back day. All right, we'll take Ray Lewis. Come, yeah, right. come on over. Right. Uh, Peyton Manning, yeah, we'll take you. Dude, I don't know. I don't know how they did that. It's it's incredible. Yeah, no. In any sport, that's insane. Yeah. I know in the NBA, if they were, like, let's say the NBA were to expand next week to 31 teams, right. uh, all teams would be required to protect seven players. So that's yeah. half, half your roster. You know, you never know. I'm sure the Cavs would be You, you, get, you get a team, though, that wants to rebuild and dump some salary. Right, you know, that's true. You know, you, they can, you know... I don't know what right. the payroll is. Yeah, I'm sure every I'm sure team has some players good. on there they, they want to get rid of. So yeah. I, I guess that could be a, a way to do it. But yeah. I just remember the Browns back in the day. This guy's shorthanded. Yeah. The owner, uh, when they drafted, said, okay, we'll make the playoffs in three years, maybe a cup in six. And now they're about to do it in That's one. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I wish I was just more familiar with the rules and how they, they assembled their team. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of books and. Well, I guess there's a new team coming back next year in hockey that they're doing the same same exact way that the, the Knights. Is it next year already? Maybe I, a couple years. Was, I, knew, I, don't know, was it I know it's Seattle? coming off, but Seattle's getting Seattle's a team. Seattle's getting, getting a team. team. That's what I thought. They'll have a good fan base out there. Yeah. They are they probably have those sweet Seahawks colors, too. Probably, yeah. yeah they'd be awesome. I'm What's their team name going to be, you know? Uh, hasn't been decided yet. It's They're down to a short list of, like, 12. I can find it if you guys want me to. The Seattle those, Shooters. There you go. The, the Seattle that, Shooters. Yeah, That'd be perfect, dude, uh, man. Put McGavin out there. That, that uh, MLS, logo? Isn't that MLS team? The, the Seattle Sound, Sounders. The Sounders. The, they sell out that stadium. Yeah. They, lo- they love their sports out there. God bless them. So. All right. So here's the short list of potential team names. Um, Emeralds is the highest at uh, plus 450. Emeralds, Totems, Rainiers. Evergreens, what? Kraken. What's a totem? A totem. <laughs> like a totem pole, I guess. <laughs> What's a Rainier? They named their name the Seattle Totems. Uh, the, the Seattle uh, Renegades, uh, Sea Lions. Sea Lions. <laughs> that would be incredible, actually. Firebirds, Cougars, Eagles. Cougars. Wow. That could be interpreted a lot of ways. The Seattle Seals. <laughs> oh, my The Seattle Just imagine the Seattle Cougars coming out every yeah. game. Oh, um, and then... Last on the list at plus fifteen hundred would be the Seattle Sockeyes. Oh so, man, salmon! Some, there's some decent names. Yeah, there. I like. What's the, a, I think the Rainier? Cougars would be my pick. Is there, what's a Rainier? A Rainier? I, I don't know. Hold on a second. This actually, this actually Rainiers. kind of dives into what what each Rain, one is. Rainiers. Um, Rainiers. It's a solid concept paying homage to one of the tallest mountains in the continental U.S. Mount Rainier oh, is as much of a part nice. of the Seattle cityscape as the Space Needle. 
All of this is fine and good, except the NHL already has one franchise that incorporates mountainous snowcaps in its logo. Damn. Also, the Mariners Seattle or the Mariners AAA team already uh, is the Tacoma Rainiers. Oh. Damn. Okay. According to this article on Sporting News, uh, they think they fi- they see the best name as the Seattle Kraken. No, nah, I, I say Cougars for sure. Go with the Cougars. What's a Kraken? A Kraken is a, it's like, like a sea animal, a, like a, yeah, it's a, a monster. <laughs> Whenever I think of cougars, I, I think of the old school where they're yeah. about to do the, they're yeah. doing the, what was it, the, the gymnastics, and he's like, "Let's oh, go, cougars!" Yeah. He goes running through the ring <laughs> yeah. of fire and just keep some... <laughs> our composure. <laughs> go cougars! Yeah. Another dark horse in this would be the Seattle Metropolitans, um, because there was a team in the early 1900s called the Seattle Metropolitans. Um, right. However. With the New York Mets and already being a metropolitan division in hockey, this is probably unlikely. Okay. Well, that's our uh, hockey that's talk. That's talking hockey for the I week. I mean, that's Thanks, like guys. the most extensive hockey talk we've had since the podcast. I'm, exa- so that's, I'm, uh, in, I'm, I'm exhausted. I think we're going to wrap it up right there. That's right. Um, All right. Catch you in the ninth green nine. <laughs> catch you later. Um, but let's go to the, the playoffs. NBA playoffs. NBA yeah. finals. Yes. Uh, Cavs edging the Celtics in seven. Oh, boy. An emotionally draining series for Cavs fans and LeBron. Uh, where are you guys standing right now after now being, what are we at, 48 hours after Game 7? Yeah, I mean, it was Sunday night, so here we are about yeah, 48 hours afterwards. And it's Now, um, I, it was, I really enjoyed the night they won it. I was like, it's just, Dude, it was I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, you know, fun. it could be the last one in a long time going to the finals. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And just the way the game played out and the Cavs, like the last three minutes, Blew it out, started taking yeah. the lead, and just kind of like rubbing in the Celtics. Yeah, hands LeBron face. rejecting those shots. Celtic, yeah, rejecting Rozier. Uh, it felt like that, game that seven. one that was awesome oh, when LeBron dude. just put it up and oh. uh, Market uh, Morris tried uh, body him and yeah. just, he didn't yeah. have it. Didn't just have put a it chance. in. Yeah. What were you saying about it? Uh, when Jeff Green even hit that three ball, and yeah, then, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah, I cannot believe. I couldn't he, believe he hit that shot. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, well, I can't remember. I think he had like 21 points, 22 yeah. points, something Dude, he like was, that. He was out of his mind. Thank God. We needed him. Yeah, we needed somebody to step up. But I felt, like, I felt like that was like game seven of 16. It was just grinding it out. And, yeah. you know, there were a lot of similar plays of LeBron rejecting shots, role players stepping up. It was fun, man. I don't know, man. They won. Yeah. And no. I, I told my buddy I, next to me, we were at the bar. I said, I cannot believe they just pulled that off. I cannot believe we're going back to the finals. I can't believe it. I still can't really believe it after this year. Well, nobody was expecting once we got in the playoffs. It was, you know, it was like the Cavs are going to lose to the Pacers. Like, I thought they, first, I thought they were going to lose to the they Pacers. They should have. Yeah. And then, you know, they got the favorable matchup with the, the Raptors. That was a team that they just have their number. So, you know, the Raptors are going to do Raptors things and they fell apart and the Cavs swept them. In the Boston series, I, I thought that was a favorable matchup for the Cavs too. But as the series played out, and the, the Celtics got up to a two zero lead, and um, you know it didn't look good for their there was game. They were down three two in the series, and you know they're still had doubt. But LeBron pulled them through. Yeah, man. And uh, you know it just builds on his legacy of being able to take a team that's not really uh, have any other stars. Kevin Love was out for Game Seven. Oh. So you had that going against them? Dude, I, I'm not the biggest Kevin Love guy. Yeah, you know, he's been. I'll tell you something, though, dude. I was at that game on Friday. He got hit hard. He did get hit hard. He got him. nailed. We were right there. I'm surprised Tatum didn't get like more because he got nailed, too, in that. Right. So yeah, yeah. Surprised. They both just nailed each other. It was unfortunate. It happened yeah. so early in the game. But, well, I think it was more because Love was like full momentum and oh, Tatum, and Tatum was kind of stationary. I dude, think, you can just hear guys. like a smack down there on the floor. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Was that shit. the bench you were behind over yeah, there? Oh, okay. Yeah, we were right there. And man, was it loud. Yeah, you felt bad for the guy. He didn't even know what planet he was on when it happened. Yeah, he was, uh, I think he's still on concussion protocol. So he's, yeah. They don't know if he's, he's going to be able to dude, play. Tomorrow's Wednesday. He's officially listed as questionable for game one at God. the time of recording. Well, the latest he should play Sunday, but I think Game One's going to be pivotal for the Cavs. They, they can't have a fill log game against the Warriors. That's just they've had they've had enough of those uh, against them. So there's no excuse to come out there lackadaisical. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. How do you guys feel about the series going into the Warriors? Uh, I I'm not the most optimistic about what's going to happen there. I think it could be a, a sweep. To be honest, yeah. just my. <laughs> 
just my gut because we do have the best player, LeBron, obviously. But I'm saying the next four players after that, it's Steph, Durant, Draymond. I mean, who else in the Cavs are you going to put in there besides Love? And I don't think Love is better than any of those players. Dude. So, I mean, you're going to have to have – I would argue that Andre Iguodala would be our second best player. Think I mean, about that. Yeah, I mean, defensively, he's with, one of the best players. And no one's even talking about his injury. With Kevin like. Love out or just in general? I'm with, with Kevin Love in. I think he's he would be our second best player. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Love is so erratic and inconsistent. You just can't trust him. Like you don't no, know. I can't and, trust him. And the Figadala, if he's healthy, you can trust that he's going to give you defensive effort every time he's so, going to lock down your best player. So my thing with Iguodala is, I think that he's he's a really good talent. But I wonder if if you expand his role at all, if his impact would lessen. Because I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he's up there in age. I think what is he thirty fourth. 33, something like that. He's been around the league for a while. I think the role he's in right now fits him perfectly. Yeah, but he guards LeBron. If he was on the Cavs team and we were going to the finals against Ward, he would be pivotal because he would be guarding Durant probably. Yep. And he would be a a huge asset for the Cavs and slowing him down. And we have nobody who can guard Durant right now. I mean, what, Jeff, Jeff, who am I forgetting? Jeff Green or uh, Nance? Nance. Dude, Jordan, I don't know. Jordan Clarkson. No, don't, Clarkson, even, don't even God. start with Jordan Clarkson. George Hill. And that's what I'm saying about I the Cavs. Got, I almost got kicked out of the establishment I was in yelling at Clarkson. Clark? I can't. I, I literally can't stand that guy. I don't think he has an assist all, in all the playoffs. Well, he doesn't know how to pass. He doesn't know how to pass. So let's just get that out of the way. The other game, he played. He doesn't know how to shoot either. 11 minutes. <laughs> he played 11 minutes. He shot 18 times. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of shots. I mean, he gets those shots in when he gets those left for him. I don't know why Lou Pooh keeps putting him in there. Dude. You can give Seti Osmond some minutes. For, oh, God. For I mean, it just, I, I don't know. You asked the question. It makes me, gives me anxiety thinking about those role players in Golden State. Well, that's what I mean. Every game, the role players have to step up. Yeah. Can't, they can't have an off game where it's just one, like Jeff Green. Like, take game seven where it's just Jeff Green that showed yeah. up and helped out. They'd, they'd get boat raced out of there. Because uh, you got to figure the Cavs, they played Decent defense against the Celtics. I mean, I guess, but the Celtics were missing so many wide open shots. I they know. were like they were uncontested threes. They were just bricking, dude. I know. And you, you can't count on that against the Warriors. They have too many talented players that are just uh, going to be making those shots and putting the pressure on the Cavs um, to score offensively. So, let's, just, let's just enjoy it, right? That's what I mean. Just enjoy this right now. Enjoy these two days leading up to the the finals, and you know, see what happens. LeBron's going to have to play out of his mind again, but. Uh, I guess going back to the Warriors Rocket series, I I couldn't believe uh, I was just so mad when Chris Paul got hurt in Game Five. I think I just knew that was the the, the stake or the nail in the coffin for them because I knew they wouldn't be able to come over that with just James Harden and the rest of the crew, and they they were just terrible from the three point line uh, Game Sixes and Game Six and Game Seven. So I, I it's gonna be. Um, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Warriors, because they didn't really didn't play that well against the Rockets altogether. They had their spurts and their moments, um, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. What do you think, dude? I think I told you a couple weeks ago when they, that matchup was coming to fruition. I said I can see the Rockets winning that series. Rockets team getting swept, and they almost pulled it off. Oh, they should have won. They should have won, but then. Chris Paul got hurt, and that was that was it. Like they didn't have enough to overcome the talent. I mean, they, you saw him get off the big leads in the first half, uh, 13, 15 points, and then the third quarter came, and then they just couldn't make a shot, and the, the Warriors turned it on. So I know, um, I know, I don't know, man. They they should have fucking won that series. The Rockets should have won. They blew it. They absolutely blew it. And the Cavs, I think, would have won a series against the Rockets. Uh, that was they, my thing. They'd have a better chance. Oh, for sure. I don't sure. know if they'd be favored, but I think they'd have a better they'd chance. They'd have a 100% better chance. And Chris Paul wouldn't even Chris play. Chris Paul would have been hurt for the first couple games, at least. Uh, and then you would just be facing James Harden. And you got I, you got the motivation with LeBron going against Harden, the other MVP. Yeah. I think it would just been a perfect storm for the Cavs. I just – I was watching that game last night, just rooting the Rockets on. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched all that. Dude, they, they missed 27, 26 27 in a row. row. I mean, it was maddening. They were not even Man, close. They weren't even close. None of those three shots. Jesus, three Trevor Ariza. Oh, over my 12. God. He and was then, horrible. And then you go back, James Harden, over 20, going from, what, game five James to game Harden. six, right? He was terrible, too. Yeah. I don't know, man. He was terrible. He couldn't finish around the rim. He couldn't hit a jumper. His defense was slow. 
Yeah, he should be happy that the MVP was yeah, decided in the regular season. He was season. not impressive. You know, he, he scores a lot of points, but he had to take a lot of shots to get those points. Yeah. And that offense they run, Jesus. We, t- we complain about the Cavs and ISO ball and the ball just oh, yeah. sticking and not moving. They are. Oh, they shoot 45 they're worse, threes? They're worse than the Cavs. Like I know that's how they're But they're worse than watching the Cavs at times. I'm, I'm stealing this from pardon my take, but James Harden's the king of Oh, let me dribble it out for twenty seconds, and you go, "Oh, wow, this is a fucking tear!" Oh, wow, he made a three. Okay, yeah, right. And and then when the threes right. weren't falling, I, I would argue Eric Gordon outplayed him. He was the best player on their team. He was nice. Yeah, I wish the Cavs had a guy like that, but I don't know, man. I was rooting hard for the Rockets. If if Paul played, that would have been a really different outcome. And man, I like our chance a whole lot better. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but uh, it really is unfortunate. It really is unfortunate that the Rockets going to pull that off because I just. It would have been the perfect storm for the Cavs and to it. actually have a chance. And then, and like I said, if they beat the the Cavs win the finals, there's no way LeBron leaves. Now it's if the Cavs get swept and See, it ends ugly, then that that open that opens the door for that the that cheer chat to start. Talking what scares games. you more, the the Cavs in the third quarter coming out against Golden State and Golden State, God, knowing tough, what Golden State does, to beat. or the Cavs role players in Golden State? Performing, what worries what you more? What scares me more? Yeah, the third quarter. To be honest with you, because it's just it's so bad, and we've seen how the Warriors came out in the third quarter against they, the Rockets. They're awesome. They, they come out score, like a whole new different team. They can score twenty points in like two minutes, and the Cavs come out like lackadaisical. Yeah. Don't give a shit, you know. And a quarter goes by, and they their lead uh, evaporates down to what, say the Cavs go into the halftime against the Warriors with a 10-point lead. I think it could be flip-flop to another 10-point lead for the Warriors by the end of the third. I just don't know. Just the way the Cavs have been playing that third. I don't know how you stop them. I don't know. You got to figure you're going to have to stop. You got to make them shoot two-pointers. You can't give up a three-point shot. You got to make them earn it inside the paint and not uh, let Steph Curry get comfortable out there. Dude, um, you can let Draymond shoot those threes. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even guard Draymond. He, he, used, to, like yesterday, he used to be able to hit those. He used to be. and uh, He's, he's cool. been struggling. It's like watching me jack up threes on the playground. Right, and he's been struggling so much in the playoffs. you got to give him, leave him open for yeah. open shots. Yeah. You can't leave Clay. You can't leave Steph. You can't leave Durant. And that's easier said than done. Um, oh, but God. it's just going to be a battle. Uh, and <laughs> That first game is going to set the tone for the series, how the Cavs come out, how the role players uh, establish themselves. And it's going to be interesting how Corver plays. He's he's struggled in the finals. Um, yeah, as another guy. Years. He's got a step. He's played better these playoffs. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. You got Green, always a wild card. You never know which Jeff Green's going to show is up. A wild card. Yeah, that, that's LeBron. Kevin our Love, Tyloo. He, he he's not. There's no wild card in Tyloo. He's just bad. But, uh, I don't know, man. He, he impressed me game seven. He was pretty good. Tyloo. Yeah. What did he do that was so impressive? He's calm. He doesn't freak out like a maniac. No, you get calm, confused with clueless. <laughs> so that's all, I think that's what you get confused. I don't know. I'll give the guy a break. They, they're in the finals. Yeah, yeah. He's better so, than Hugh. I'll give you that. You got me there. He's definitely better than Hugh Jackson. I, I, you, nobody will ever I mean, that team, be thrown. That Hughes team could have from, fell apart a hundred times this year, and they thank didn't. God for LeBron. I don't know how they're in the, again. I don't know how they're in the finals. Yeah, LeBron. I remember just watching the TV after Game Seven. I was staring at it like, I can't believe we're doing this again. We're going to play basketball almost in the July. Is all the games at nine o'clock? Maybe? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Except for Game Seven, I already looked. You know, I think Sunday eight. games are eight o'clock. So I, all the Sunday games. No, are No, this yeah. Sunday is nine. Is it nine o'clock? Yeah, because I'm going to be in uh, Chicago, and it's going to be eight o'clock their time. Okay, that's so frustrating to me. So frustrating. Even the games in Cleveland are nine. Yeah, it's not very... Dude, that's late. Well, they do it because of the West Coast. I already, I already just know my next two weeks are just going to be dog shit at work. So everyone just get <laughs> well, ready. Well, the games don't get over till like, what, 12.30? Yeah. At the, or oh. at the latest, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like last night's game didn't get over 11.45. Well, that, was game, that game started at 9, yeah, and That right. started at 9, yeah. I mean... Yeah, you think they would switch it up depending on where it is, whether it's East Coast or West Coast. You would think, because, I mean, it's almost a disadvantage to Cleveland... Well, they don't want those West Coasters. Right. If they it's have it's the game 5 o'clock. Like, if they hit it at 8, it's 5 o'clock there, and they're fighting through traffic and shit. They don't get right. home until 7. Yeah, I, I understand it, but yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. I mean, they have to have done research to, to show that. Right, and I think the viewer, the I'll say the ratings is, are good enough where they're not going to change it up now. To the point. Oh, Especially God. since it's Cavs. 
Warriors, where they've had good ratings for that series yeah. the last three years. And it shouldn't change any of that. But um, uh, we'll see. I think that's going to do it for the playoff headlines. Yeah, man. Um, do we have anything else, Tom, in the headlines? Uh, talk about? I mean, unless you guys want to get into some some in depth IndyCar racing because the Indy Five Hundred was this weekend. I, I did. I don't give a shit. Let's jump into the top three. That was <laughs> <laughs> sweet. I had a friend that went. She says she. Goes I would love year. to go to one she of those. She says it's the be- It's a huge party. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what the hell's going on. I think it'd be cool to see the cars going I mean, as fast as they do. I would say it's, it's cars. Car, it's cars. Well, Indy 500 is a rectangle, but it's cars going in a rectangle. It's yeah. really not much to, yeah. to analyze there. I guess just the pregame and and all that stuff. If you have like uh, a suite or whatever, it's it's fantastic, but not my cup of tea. No, no. Like I said, I like to do it one time and just experience yeah, it. Yeah, man. Uh, do like a tailgate and yeah. you know get it out of the way, cross it off, and say that I did it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I know, like, in those races down in Charlotte, like the NASCAR races, you can bring, like, cake, like cases of beer in. And beer oh, really? You can and, just bring beer yeah, right in there? Bring, yeah, you just party Well, you day. think about it. They have no concession stand in those places, right? right? It's just right. like a, it's like bleacher People, seats throughout the whole thing. You roll in coolers, thing. and you go to town. <laughs> the infield's <laughs> like the Muni lot on yeah. steroids. I wonder if they have, right, like... Right. Uh, you know, people walking like concession guys, just walking up the aisles saying beer. Or yeah, I, but, but I guess you just bring in your own. Yeah, beer you bring and stuff. your own. And you go to town. Okay, well, I'm sure, there's some weird shit that goes on. Yeah, there. I mean, <laughs> you're just kind of asking for trouble. I'm surprised nobody like, jumps over the fence and oh. runs on the race. Oh, that would be horrible. Um, but yeah, let's jump into the top three this week. We're doing top three uh, fictional sports characters. I saw this uh, thread going on Twitter, and it kind of uh, sparked my interest into it since you know. Uh, I run the Shooter McGavin account, and um, he's obviously going to be in the list somewhere. Uh, but, uh, Alex, what did you have as your number three on this list? I mean, we were bitching about this beer. I just drank the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it got a lot it better. It takes a while. Yeah, yeah like, it got a lot better. Did, did it come around on you? <laughs> nah, I don't know. After drinking about seven seconds, it settles yeah, in and it tastes like good. a 2.8. We're up from 2.1. Oh, there you go. All right, so you want me to start this bad boy? Mm-hmm. So I'm a golf movie junkie, right? Anytime a golf movie's on, even if yeah. it's like one of those shitty ones they play on the golf channel, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, for sure. So Carl Spackler, obviously. <laughs> there you go. I, I think Bill Murray has played out in 2018. He annoys the shit out of me at the Pebble Beach and all these pro-ams he plays. And I don't think he's that funny anymore. Yeah, it's kind of a tired routine for sure. However, <laughs> however, yeah, I think... The work he did in that movie and some of his lines are just iconic. Bill Murray in his prime. Man. Oh, dude. It was, what, 1982 that movie came yeah, out? Something like that? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that was his Un- prime right there, man. Yeah. Those 80 movies he got. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Groundhog Day. I think that was really 90s. But yeah, Ghostbusters, Caddyshack. Yeah, right. Um, I think uh, Scrooge. Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Classic. People, I don't know why people hate that. I think it's oh, a great I, thought, movie. I thought Ghostbusters 2. That guy scared the shit out of me. That's the what back when like, sequels were Was that the one the library? Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that guy God, was What was scary. that guy's name? Zora, Zoran? Rule? Uh, Rule? Yeah. No, that's, that's one. <laughs> that's one. Yeah. God, what was man, that guy's name? Scary. Um, but yeah, so yeah. that was your number three. Yeah, Tom, dude. Tom, what'd you got, man? My number three is uh, super basic. Uh, Apollo Creed. Okay. I, lo- I love the Apollo. Oh, that's Creed. a good one. Yeah, he's a good dude. It's a good one. Did you see the Chubbs? new movie? Yeah, I liked Chubbs. it. I liked it. That's Chubbs. I liked. I liked it a lot. They're actually coming out with another one. It took oh. Creed too. All right, All right. You, you mentioned Chubbs. It took awkwardly long for me to realize that was the same guy. Yeah. Really? It took. Oh, it took longer than it should have. Wow. <laughs> it's just yeah. so yeah, weird that. Carl Weathers is in that movie. I know, like Happy Gilmore. Like I just, you never expected him to play a role like that in like a, a comedy, right? And he feels so out of place, but he's so perfect for that role at the same time. Yeah. Made of wood, real sturdy, right? <laughs> right. And he's like, you know, like Adam Sandler usually has these set, uh, you know, guys that usually do his movies with them, and you know, Carl Weathers is never. You don't see him in any other movie, right? <laughs> besides that one, and he had, uh, you know, Shooter. Um, he's in no other movies. So it's kind of funny to see those kind of roles where they're not custom to doing that. And they're serious. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. right. They're different from what they usually do. Right. So um, my number three, uh, good old Rick Vaughn oh, from Major yeah. League. Classic. Yeah. Just a classic, man. Yeah. I, I go back to thinking when I first saw that movie and how funny that character was. Oh, and how hard I laughed at each scene he was in when, yeah. he, when he showed up to the uh, when he showed up to the, the training. 
with no sleeves. Yeah. And we wear caps and uh, sleeves here, Vaughn. This ain't the California Penal League, buddy. Yeah. And he's throwing fastballs at the <laughs> the cutout and just nailing them in the head. He was amazing. Um, <laughs> the one thing I think of is when he's sitting at the bar with uh, Jake and uh, Willie. He's like, you want me to drag him outside, kick the shit out of him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, just an awesome character. And then you know, obviously had the final scene where he comes out with the the, Rick, the Wild Thing song. And oh, it's the best. Just an all-time classic scene. Right that this epitomizes like a favorite Cleveland athlete of all time. Yeah, you know, man. blue collar, doesn't give a shit. Shit, we brought him back for when we were in the World Man Series. Man of the people, right. Right, people still idolize him. Like You still oh, see yeah, those remember, remember jerseys running We did there. bring him back for the World yeah. Series. Yeah. If, do, if he doesn't have the whole drug scandal, I guarantee he throws out the first pitch of Game 7. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah he I had mean, a just big metal breakdown. His lifestyle. <laughs> it's pretty out there. Well, shit, remember back in like 2012 where he was like the cat? What, what did he do that was like, uh, he was like the the... Center of like, he was like losing it. He was just weird. Oh yeah, he, he was, was like, like he, he went. Really, on, he got kicked off. Uh, two and a half men. Two and a half men. That's right. Two and he, a half. He man. went on the giant cocaine binge. Yeah, cocaine That's binge. Yeah. They showed like the background of his life. It was just filled with hookers and yeah, coke and. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he's like winning. Winning. He was on all <laughs> those shows. And yeah, he was, like, like losing. Now he's kind of normal. Like, yeah, yeah. He's kind of an afterthought. Well, I feel now. bad for him. Well, I well, then he come he, out like yeah, last year. He's like AIDS. Yeah, Jesus. It's not good. That's it, not that's not one you want to get. It's hey unfortunate. Guys, how much cocaine did Charlie Sheen do? What on the set of Major League today? Enough to kill two and a half men. Oh, oh damn! damn. <laughs> we need like one of those sound effects there yeah. for that one right there. I like that. One. I'll add it in. Yeah, yeah, add that in, please. <laughs> yeah. That's good. a it's a laugher. Oh um, man, Alex, what was your number two, man? Oh man, number two for me. Again, we're going back to the uh, throwback golf movie, Roy McAvoy, dude, Tin Cup. Okay. Dude, one of my favorites. Anytime it's on TV, I will stop whatever I'm doing and watch that thing. Golf pro range guy trying to find his way. Yep. Complete loser, drunk idiot, gets hot, starts dating. Uh, what's her name again? From Major uh, League. That was. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Renee Russo. Renee Russo. Renee yeah, Russo. I was going to say Renee something. Classic right? lines. Purest ball striker on the west side of the Mississippi. Never missed a seven iron. <laughs> yeah. When he had that meltdown with uh, yeah the Sergio Cheech. Sergio Cheech. meltdown. Yeah, Cheech when he was crushing all those irons over his knee. Yeah. He goes, I've never missed a seven iron. <laughs> and he, and he, he snapped even the putter. He goes, Oh, there's Mister Three Wiggle himself. I'm just thinking to myself, this is fucking great. And then on 18 in the championship, he put it in for the fairway for a nine. Whatever. It was just classic yeah, McAvoy. Classic, man. man. Yeah, it's a, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. So, Over yeah, Happy? Roy McAvoy. Be honest, Here's the yeah. deal. Here's the deal. Happy's got funnier one-liners and shit, but the reason I liked Tin Cup was they had pro golfers in it. Oh, yeah. And it was very that, realistic. You, well, know, the, you had Mickelson yeah. in it. You had all, you know. Like that's right. Mickelson was in it. Yeah. Funny. Even like, um, what's his name? The commentator, Gary McCord was in it. You know, there was a lot of good names in that thing. So I really appreciate it. To be that. fair, Happy Gilmore had, a, they had Vern Lundquist. I was just about to say Vern Lundquist. Lee Trevino. And Lee Trevino. That is, look at you sticking up for you. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, stick up right. for you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're they had right. Bob Barker in there. But there, there are still some lines from that movie <laughs> that will never be beat. So, um, Tom, what was your number two, man? So my number two is going to be – I kind of went – with some different movies it's not maybe not necessarily my true th- top three but uh i kind of want to be different from you guys so i went with uh squints Paladoris from the sandlot oh dude oh, classic kind of stole my last one but it's okay squint that's no it wasn't great, squint. That's a great same, one. it was same movie okay yeah, yeah. see i wanted to stay away from that that yeah, one yeah so yeah yeah i went with squints Paladoris oh, number two dude Another classic man. I got I got the shirt with uh with the lifeguard on it and just yeah. said she's a, it says she knows exactly what she's doing. Wendy Peffer. That's Clark. one of my all time favorite movie scenes yeah. out there with the lifeguard scene oh, where he's God. at the lotioning and he just <laughs> he just jumps in there. I've been planning this for years. Yeah. <laughs> just an all time great. I dressed squints. up as him as uh as a, in Halloween like eight oh years that's ago. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a lot of great one-liners in that oh. yeah, forever. The kid is an L7 weenie. Yeah. <laughs> I never really understood that till like five years ago, that line. The L7 weenie? Yeah, yeah. Square. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> didn't know that. <laughs> Wait, what? L7 weenie. 
right? Yeah, L, and then you have seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or a square, yeah. Right, I got yeah. you. I, I, knew that. Yeah, I got it. Thanks, buddy. I figured it out for you. Um, so that's your number two. That's the two good ones right there. You had Roy yeah, McAvoy, and then you had uh, Squints. Yeah, man. My number two, uh, shit, I'm drawing a blank right here. It was, um, oh, that's a good one. It's uh, White Goodman. I, I thought about White Goodman. White Goodman was yeah. on that, man. Just yeah. uh, uh, He's more recent. Yeah. Uh, not as old and classic as the one uh, ones we've been talking about, but uh, <laughs> I had to get a Ben Stiller character on my list just because right. uh, the guy's hilarious, and I just love that character and his one-liners he had in that movie, uh, especially like the last uh, few scenes where <laughs> he was in the dodgeball scenes and he was throwing out players. And, no one make me bleed my own blood. Yeah, you're out four eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the Crober dance coming out, oh. uh, and just his banner with uh, Rick Vaughn. Um, it was hilarious, and I, I really enjoyed that character. <laughs> so that was my number two, Alex. Oh, number sorry. one, going along the Sam line, dude. Smalls, dude. Smalls, Smalls. okay. Smalls, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when he stole his dad's babe, his ball, the Babe Ruth ball, yeah. and they hit it over the fence, or he hit it over the fence, right? Yeah, yeah. And they go when 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 uh, Porter. Porter, Porter, yeah, Porter, goes, Porter. The great Bambino falls. Goes, oh my god, that's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he runs after the ball. Oh that my you god, run after him. I laughed my fucking ass off at that part. You mean oh my that god, w- that's the same guy. I thought you said the great Bambi. Yeah. You mean that wimpy deer? Oh god, it was so Smalls. funny, man. Oh, so funny, dude. Just overall, that movie is just a classic. That's my have so many characters. When he's in playing there. catch with his dad, and he doesn't want to throw it back to him, he just hands it in his mitt. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that guy's name? The the actor that played the dad. Oh, yeah, he was in uh, so much. I have no idea. It's uh, I always get the, uh, 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 not Kevin Bacon, the other guy. Darrow. Right, I know. No, uh, he was in um, Draft Day. With yeah, the uh, coach of the Browns. Yeah. I forget his name. O'Leary or something. Uh, Dennis O'Leary. Dennis O'Leary. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh shit! I just realized that. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of ki- people in there you, that are just characters you, that are random in there that have been around the yeah business for a while. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so the Sandlot's my favorite movie of all time, but my favorite character from a fictional sports movie is uh, Ricky Bobby. Oh, Ricky Bobby! Wow. Wait, See, I, I fucking love Ricky Bobby and all his. If you're not first, you're last. Oh, yeah. You never got into that. I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I didn't love it like old school. Okay. It's uh-huh. funny. It's a funny movie. But if I had a choice. Well, you liked old school over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, so, it's like my fourth or favorite, fifth favorite. Uh, Will Ferrell Will movie? Ferrell so, movie. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll uh, quantify it with this. I grew up a huge NASCAR fan. Okay. And Damn. so, okay. yeah. I, that's something I did not know about producer Tom. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> I grew Sick up NASCAR a huge guy. NASCAR fan. Yeah. The, my best friend, the guy who was going to be going to be my best man at my wedding, we literally became friends over a fucking Tony Stewart little two-fold folder, the ones he had in, in grade school. Wow. <laughs> really? Are, are you still a NASCAR hold, fan hold, or hold not? On, no, on. not at all. Not You're at all. Wi- oh, okay. Are you engaged? No, I say, I, I, I say <laughs> whenever it comes along. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Whenever that comes along. I thought we had some breaking news on oh, the podcast. No. Yeah. I was about to just shut this thing down. <laughs> we need a breaking news sounder. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get the news. sounder. God. So that's <laughs> right, Ricky Bobby then? Yeah, Ricky Bobby. So uh, one, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say you're number one. Yeah, you guys can probably pick out my number one. <sighs> yeah, man. Character. And there's I, really no... Uh, Ty Webb from It's Caddy me. Shack. It's me. I'm a shooter. Uh, yeah, I mean, the guy, obviously, uh, he inspired the account for me. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better guy that would... Yeah. Um, just, you know, one-liners, the charisma he had in that. The, he played the perfect villain where you, you love to hate him. But right. he was like a guy you, um, you kind of cheered along. I, I think I don't. I maybe I get that wrong when I say you cheered for shooter at some points. But like when you made that putt, you were laughing out loud. You weren't upset. <laughs> I know. You know There's like nothing you did where you got like mad. And like you yeah. really hated the yeah. guy. You yeah. Know? Um, he was just a funny character that was just made the movie uh, that much better. You, there's nobody I could envision playing that character better than uh, yeah. Chris McDonald. So incredible. Um, obviously, number my number one. And just a random thought here. I, I feel like I've lost 15, 20 pounds while doing this podcast today. I was the, just the thinking that. Dude, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm in a full-blown sweat right Dude, now. Dude, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I have some air conditioning I'll, issues sweating us out Fired up the old AC the you first got time. got the fireplace going. It's 90 degrees outside. Yeah. Fireside stories. <laughs> it's a sauna. 
So, but just random thought I wanted to throw out there. Yeah, but man, anything else too. is going good. Yeah, I dude. think we're sounding pretty good today. So. Yeah, we sound hot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the sweat's dripping off the microphone. Oh, my God. So, uh, I think we're going to jump into our fact or fiction right now. Uh, All right. What do we got, Tom? Fact or fiction. Uh, number one, straight up, fact or fiction, Chris Paul playing in game sixes, games six and seven changes the outcome of the series. Not necessarily the way the games, like, just winners or losers changes the outcome. Well, that's a fact. I think that... You think pl- if he plays, the Rockets win without a yeah, doubt? Yeah, I think they win for sure. Uh, they Because the Rockets built a couple big leads in both those game sixes and game sevens, and um, they did kind of put them away. And I think having Chris Paul out there would have been huge in being able to sustain those leads and not fall apart. Um, he's one of the leaders of the groups, the Rockets, and... Like I said, not having him out there on the court uh, was a huge loss, not just as a player, as a leader, right. you know, because he was the vo- the vocal leader of that team. Uh, and he, he was on the bench, to his credit, and dressed for whatever reason. I, I don't know why he was dressed in uh, his gear, but um, but I, I think that Rockets would have advanced to uh, play the Cavs if he was no doubt. So no doubt. Fact, 100%. No doubt. I mean, he was their best player before he got hurt. He was the leader. He was initiating the offense. They were actually running offense when he was in there. Yeah. And uh, as soon as he went out, they kind of just went on that three-point dribble and kickball, and they just couldn't make – you not, you live and die by the three. You, you know, it's like the kind of like the Cavs. Yep. You know, That's you how the Cavs were in 2016 when they made that run. Remember, they broke the playoff record twice yeah, for most threes. 25 threes or something like that right. in the game back either in you're the hitting day. them or you're not, you know. So they weren't hitting them. So, yep. Couple facts from both of us. Yeah. Right All right. Uh, fact or fiction, or more or less, yes or no? Would you consider Danica Patrick a success in the sport of racing? And let me let me preface this. She uh, she's hanging it up for the last time with the Indy 500. She crashed out. She finished her career with one win between IndyCar and NASCAR. That was an IndyCar, correct? Uh, so her one win was IndyCar. Yeah, never finished. It was with like it. in uh, Japan or something. I want to. I, I'm just uh, thinking randomly off the top of my head. I can't one. think of it off the top of my head. But either. I think I think that's the one she won. But yeah, um, never finished with a NASCAR win. Only one IndyCar win. Obviously, a huge ambassador for women in the sport of racing. Uh, her win came in 2008. It was her only podium that season. 2008. Wow. Um, I guess I'd say fact. I mean, she uh, she had a long career. Uh, obviously, as probably not as successful as she wanted it to be. Um, but like you said, she was a pioneer for the sport. Uh, she did a, did a lot of things behind the scenes that probably you know paved the way for women to get in NASCAR racing. Uh, obviously, she didn't win as much. Um, I'm, I'm sure that's a, a blemish that she wishes she could have uh, done more with and get more wins on the the NASCAR and the Indy circuit. But, um, you know, I would say fact. I, I really don't have a strong opinion either way on that. Uh, but I would, I'll say fact just because uh, of what she done. She's financially secure, obviously. She made a ton of money on the circuit both ways. So maybe she defines that success through being financially secure, which I'm sure she is. Uh, but, yeah. Alex, what do you think, man? I don't really. I don't know. <laughs> Alex is just I blah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm all about women doing things to advance society. Right, right? right We right, talked right. about this a couple of weeks ago when the, was it uh, Becky Hammond was uh, interviewing yep, for that job. With the, like, I'm all for that stuff, but I just don't know enough. Like, did she really advance the sport? I mean, are there women racing? Right. I don't, I don't know. That's a serious question. There's are not there? many. Okay. No, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, like I'm, I, saying, I'm trying to think if there's any other women in NASCAR or Indy right now. And I, there's no nobody I, into, popping in my head. I'm, not at the Pro Cup circuit. There's a couple in the Truck Series. And I think one in the the first minor league. The I'm, I'm trying to think series. how Danica jumped onto the scene uh, back in the day. What like how she got her name? I mean, maybe was just because she was, was the only woman. I think she had a top ten at an, at the Indy 500. Okay, and that's kind of how she jumped. On Obviously, the scene. she's attractive too. I think that helped her that, cause that, and a the GoDaddy ads. Definitely and the GoDaddy ads. Well. I think GoDaddy. I remember back in the day with the Super Bowl. Uh, back then, she was in a lot of those GoDaddy ads, and I think uh, that helped get her popularity up too as well. Um, but yeah, credit to her though. She built a career. Uh, yeah, I mean, it can't in, be easy. No, it can't be easy. She in built NASCAR. a career in NASCAR and Indy. Uh, and she's been in there for ten years now. I think close to. Over like over ten years, and she's hosting the well, SPs this year with in in racing a, a, a racing career of about uh, thirteen fourteen years. Okay, professionally, yeah. that's that's a long time yeah, to be doing it. Her, so good for her. 
Um, she's going to ride off the sunset hosting the ESPYs this year. So that would be I'm sure pretty fun for her. Yeah, man. Make some jokes. Uh, she's crack on your, crack she's, on Rogers. Yeah, it's dating your boy. Dating Rogers. Um so yeah, good for her. So fact or fiction? I said fact for me. Alex. Faction for Al. Yeah. Faction <laughs> fact. Alright, that kind of leads you mentioned you actually segued me perfectly. Uh Danica plus Aaron Rodgers equals wedding bells, fact or fiction. Oh man. Jesus. Uh <laughs> I don't know anything about that relationship to be saying either. I hope they're happy together. Yeah. Uh, hope I actually I hope for fact obviously, but I mean, you know, relationships are funny. They could be great one day, then off the next day. You just don't know. So I think they've been dating for almost six. I would say seven six months. months probably. Um. So you know, hopefully it leads to uh, wedding bells for them. Uh, I wish the best, of course, to them and. A happy relationship. Yeah, you don't want to be in a bad relationship. That's for sure. I'll tell you that. That's for damn sure. So, that's for damn sure. Yeah. I, I, Alex is really passionate about yeah, this factor fiction, fiction, as you can tell. Fiction. 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 These relationships barely <laughs> ever work. <laughs> She's going to have a lot of time on her hands. She's going to be annoying the shit out of them during a season. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. She'll be off season. Yeah. What do you want to do this weekend? It's your bye. I got to practice. What do you want to do this weekend? You guys play on Thursday, on Thursday night. Thursday night. Yep. Yeah. No, Sorry. it's not going to work. Fiction. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, number five. Uh, of all the tailgate games, cornhole is the best. Fact or fiction? Wow, I've been watching that cornhole. Have you guys been watching the cornhole on ESPN? I no. Hate, I hate to admit that I have. Oh, dude, I've what been watching like, that. What ESPN? It's, it's on ESPN. ESPN. Like, wow. ESPN. It's been on the main, uh, the mothership, the last two weekends. I, I thought they were doing reruns, but like... This was definitely a new like they're doing a circuit of it, and uh, I I don't know I I don't know why I find it uh, interesting to watch, but I've been watching it the last two weeks. Dude, those guys are good. But I guess getting back to the question, I, I would say fact. Uh, I'm trying to think of other games for tailgating that you would do uh, besides cornhole. But uh, yeah, I I always whenever I do tailgating, I always play cornhole for sure. Yeah, you got some beer pong, you beer pong, bust yeah, out true. There, flip cup, flip cup. See for yeah. me, I feel like those are more college parties. See, for yeah, me, the cornhole right. thing, I just, maybe I just don't have a lot of attention span. I like going on and talking to people and eating and yeah, talking yeah. about the foods. I just can't dedicate a couple of games to cornhole. I, I just get, yeah. I start losing track of the score and whatever. I got to right. go pee or something and I'll forget it. No, so right. no f- fiction. I, I think like. Something what, more what is, with a short little, attention span. Yeah, to yeah, it? yeah. A little shorter, quicker hit. Quicker so, hit. Like so flip cup for you. Yeah. Flip cup is your yeah. one? Yeah. So that's that, another that. thing too. It's like. You know, I got, you know, you, you got to pack in a whole lot of activity in that two, three hours before, before kickoff, you know, and I right. can't be, I can't be dicking around for, for an hour on the cornhole boards. <laughs> right. If I was on a backyard barbecue, yeah. Fiction. Fiction. I'm, I'm assuming fact for you. Uh, no, I'm actually going to say fiction. Okay. Uh, I enjoy cornhole a lot, yeah. but have you guys ever played uh, Can Jam? Can Jam's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Can Jam. Great beach game, Can Jam. I like Can Jam. That's yeah, a nice Can Jam's my top, and then. Uh, the drinking game, boom. What's that? Never played that one. So the way I've played it, you have like 16 to as many as you want red solo cups filled with like just over a shot of beer. Yeah. And there's two ping pong balls. It's kind of like quarters where you got to bounce it in. Yeah. And once you bounce it in, you pass it to the next person and it goes around in the circle. Okay. But like if the ball, like, like I said, there's two balls going around. If the ball like gets to you, like you get a ball that would overlap you, so to speak. As soon as I make it, like if, if Shooter's here and I make it and Shooter's still trying to make it, I smack his cup away and go boom, and then he has to drink one of the Is cups. Is there beer in the cups? Yeah, there's beer in that the cups. That sounds intense. No, no. Jesus. Yeah, like that. It's and violent. Then, and then the last one's a death cup. It's all the way up, and, <laughs> and you got to chug it. Death put, cup. Put liquor in that cup? Oh. <laughs> death cup. Uh, yeah, so yeah boom's my go-to. Yeah, okay. Man. Yeah. Gets me Fuck, yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. I got these cornhole boards. I've used them like three times. I'm more than thinking about. I know. I, I bought a set of cornhole boards a couple yeah. years ago. I, I barely used them. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's not, they're like really nice cornhole. They're Cleveland Browns cornhole boards, and yeah. I barely use them. So maybe that's why I got my dad a custom <laughs> set of cornhole boards. <laughs> Embarrassed to use those boards. Yeah. The, chief, the big chief Wahoo on them. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Memorable item right now. All right, yeah, uh, buddy. Again, not really a fact or fiction, but kind of a this or that. Better playoff slogan: Taking away your fandom. Whatever it takes, or strength in numbers. Uh, I would say strength in numbers. Uh, I hate 
whatever it takes is just I, terrible, dude. I like whatever it takes because oh, it describes the I've, their run to the T. When yeah. I first heard it, I was like, ah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, but, I guess I, dude, I mean yeah. they. It's Whatever like the, it they takes, think of man. like every cliche possible. Like I know. <laughs> I've been watching these shirts they've been putting out there. It's like uh, work hard. It's like yeah, are they taking two seconds to think well, of they these? Did, they did all in two years in a row. So. All in the rise up was one yeah, of them. Rise up. I, I like the rise up. They should just you know keep it if it's like you know good. Why do they have to say, change it? Uh, Mon- Gold, besides financial reasons, Golden obviously. State's gone strength in numbers this whole run. I like strength in numbers. I don't know. It just sounds good to me, and it's like you know it's including the fan base and like the number of fans obviously that are there and I think cheering. Should be enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Right. That sounds like you're mailing in. <laughs> enjoy like, the ride. Just have fun with it. I'm having a hell of a time. <laughs> it should be the, the end is care. near. <laughs> right. The end is near. Enjoy the ride. The end is near. This is it. This is it. Lottery. <laughs> this, this is, is what the Cavs said. You know what? We're this just accepting it. that LeBron's like, let's just yeah. put these on the t shirt. This is it. This is it. Last ride. Oh, God. All right, so you say strength in numbers. You I say like whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm yeah. going to say strength in numbers. I like strength in numbers as well. All right, um, let me preface this one. Uh, Barstool Sports President Dave Portnoy was given uh, a round at Shinnecock, five hours and 51 minutes to play 18 holes with unlimited mulligans. He finished three under. The course record at Shinnecock was five under. So That's the course record is five under? So, fact or fiction, you could set a course record with six hours and unlimited mulligans on a PGA course. Oh, a fact. No doubt. Yeah. Unlimited mulligans for six hours? Oh, God, yeah. And he's like a... He's probably yeah, what is his 30 handicap. He's terrible. Portnoy is a very he's, average to below oh, average. Geez, and, and that and he, course is almost in probably... I mean, when's the US Open? A it's in weeks? a couple of weeks. Yeah, so that gym. course, they're probably growing the rough out. Oh, God, yeah. 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 You'd be able to set the course record with unlimited mulligans. You do it in four hours. I guess it really it all depends on how how fast you are with your mulligans. So like kind of if what you're he just would, reloading right away and just swinging, or you're taking your time. Kind or, of what he was doing is he was kind of taking his time on on shots before the green, but as soon as he hit the green, he was just kind of like machine gun with a put with putts. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's the key thing is making your putts. I mean, obviously, you're going to re- do the first putts can be a read. Then you're going to figure out what your speed and what your uh, direction your putts going to go. You know, you obviously the first putt, you just put it at the hole, see what it does. Not, you know. Five hours? Five hours, 51 minutes. But I think he was playing with other people. He, he was, was playing paired. with other people there, too. So oh. it was like two other people. Dude, unlimited mulligans. Right. I mean, That's such a. Like, I like 30 mulligans. All right. So what if I give you unlimited mulligans? What, but... what part of your game would be? Would you be most worried about? The putting. Putting. The putting really? piece. What if I gave you unlimited yeah. mulligans and four hours and 30 minutes? Yeah, I guess so. And you got to walk the course. Am I playing by myself? Playing by yourself. Oh, yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah. How many months? Unlimited. Unlimited. Four oh, hours. Abs- you abs- just I'm giving you two. Absolutely. I'm giving you an hour and a half I'm less. taking it, like, if you want to reset time cap, you just stop wherever you're at on the course. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, the par fives, you rip a drive out there. The next one, you get up by the green, hopefully, and you chip and putt and make a bird and get the hell out of there. You rip a couple on a par three, two putt. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many mulligans I would need. Not unlimited, though. That's what I'm thinking of right. right now. So I'd say fact too, but uh, not as certain as Alex. But I think I could do it. Shit. Just my, I guess my handicaps between six and eight. I give it any given day. So yeah, I'll say this: I think I could play equal to what Portnoy did is at three under, because I play a fast game, and I mean I'm not good by any means, but yeah. I, I think I could right. just I could rattle off. Yeah. Three under, it with unlimited mulligans. I don't know. Five. I've never even thought about that, and that's why I can't. I'll say this: hats off it. to Shinnecock for and the USGA for like going along with it. Right. It was actually like, yeah. they actually sanctioned it and said like, okay, this is legit. Like, that's you can pretty do cool. This. That that's is pretty, pretty cool. cool to do that. So, I wonder how many balls you like ended up using. Like, I I saw like a picture. Of, he well, was, he had a guy with balls like ready to go. Like he had like a little ball bag, and he would like, oh, just really? keep pumping him out like after like a second after a shot. He would right. Just throw a so ball. he had like a four caddy and stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, it's very doable. Very doable. So yeah, that's fun. That's fact a good and one. fact. Good one. All yeah, right. fact. Um, 
That's a good one. <laughs> Wrap it up on this. You will watch any of the Stanley Cup Finals fact or fiction. I don't even know what channel it's on. What channel it's is on? It's on NBC, NBC Sports. Or is it on NBC? I think the finals should be on NBC. It's on NBC. I mean, if it goes to the Game 6, Game 7, I'll probably watch it for a little bit. Because actually, I saw a lot of uh, people saying that they prefer they, they flipped to the Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Finals over Game 7 of Warriors Rockets. And yeah, I, I saw more of that than I thought I would. Well, it was it was a good game for sure the the Stanley Cup game, and then the Rockets and the Warriors game kind of got out of hand towards the end. Yeah, um, I heard the intros for the Vegas. It was wild. It was like a circus delay. Cirque delay. They brought down oh, Michael Soleil. Belfer. Michael it's Michael Buffer, and then they had like his uh, famous line. They had uh, Chris Angel, Mind Freak. Oh, they had him do it. Bill John was there. It was <laughs> Vegas. They just <laughs> do Vegas show. right. Yeah, like they were. That's, God that's the only way you could do it, man. Yeah, that's, that's freaking awesome. Home, so, I'll uh, say fact. Home ice advantage. Uh, no, I, I, it's a fake. <laughs> I won't be watching any of it. I, it. I watch it. It gives me a headache. I'm, I, don't, I can't do it. I can't do right, it. There I, you go. I tried. I've tried. All right. That's all I got, guys. All right. All right. We're going to jump into, uh, I guess, go back to your shanty and warm glasses. Shut the hell up. Wow. Um, my go back to your saying this week is the MJ LeBron debate. I, I oh, I'm just over it. God, mock over drafts. It. Anybody that. that talks about it, anybody that wants to bring it up on their show and have a discussion about, I, I, I just automatically turn it off. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, LeBron's still playing his career. Let him play it. Let's have that you debate. Know really, I know it's something to talk about. It's insane how much ESPN talks about it. It's, it's so, so stupid. played out. I mean, let Mark the season Jack- play out. Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy it. brought it up during Game it's Seven. Just, it's unfair to both players, and it's like you know, there's there's points against each way if you want to have a, a discuss or talk about it. You know, LeBron's record in the finals compared to MJ being six and zero, but oh. LeBron's been in the finals what nine times now. LeBron MJ was only there six the first round, right? I and mean, then you know, MJ took two years off, obviously playing baseball. I mean, and this is the kind of shit that just makes me want to turn it off. I've talked about it enough already, where I'm just want to tell myself to. So, so let me go off that real quick. And this, sure. is, this is also kind of a factor fiction. Uh, did you guys see the Kobe Bryant tweet? Yeah, how much? How, Kobe Bryant injecting him into that debate. Right. How? Uh, factor fiction. He belongs in that Kobe. Debate. That guy cannot get a, can, He cannot get enough of himself. Kobe so, Bryant. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Kobe Bryant tweeted out basically something to the effect of, Kobe's "Why do we? In- why do we have to have this debate? Let's enjoy my five. MJ six. And Nobody LeBron's was even talking playing. about you, Kobe. You're Fire, not even bro. in the discussion anymore. It's LeBron and MJ. Yeah, uh, bye bye, Kobe. Uh, right, you know, people want to forget about Kobe when he didn't have Paul Gasol and Shaq. Yeah. Those years when he was just dog shit. When he quit on his team when they were playing the Suns in the first round. People yeah. want to forget about that, but I, I yeah. don't. He was terrible, and then he cried to his GM that he wanted traded, or or he didn't have enough players or buying them or something like that. And then he finally got traded for Gasol. And, you know, credit, they made the finals after that and won another couple championships. But uh, I just don't think Kobe was uh, is in that class with MJ and LeBron right now. He's top five player, obviously, in the league of all time. But he's no uh, MJ or LeBron. So Yeah. Uh, do, you got, do you have anything, Alex? Of, uh, Go back to your shanty or one uh, glass to shut the hell up? Dude, I just – Current events, dude. We talked about it before this, but dude, those are Roseanne tweets. Are <laughs> insane. <laughs> She's losing it. Yeah, that was not the about, most intelligent thing to tweet out eight o'clock is, in the morning. Is man. her uh, singing the national anthem that one year? <laughs> you ever see that video? <laughs> I don't, who hasn't seen that video? Oh man? God. It's up there with like uh, Carl Lewis when he yeah. was singing. And it. And they did all this promotions for Roseanne. Yeah, it got renewed. They got and Goodman. They brought a character back from the dead. Yeah, they man. brought a character back from the dead. How pissed are you? The and cast they, of that show, and they just canceled it. Just canceled it. Yeah, it was renewed. They were they, they renewed it after the first episode. Of the How was it doing? It was getting good ratings. I think doing decent. It was doing decent. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and for you like, know. what do all those other cast members like? Thanks, Roseanne. Like those, like those lesser <laughs> well, ones, you know, like like John Goodman. Like, right? He's a millionaire, but like the the daughters and the son, like the role players, the writers. I mean, that was right. their ticket back in the. Yeah, I guess the only thing they can hope for now is another station picks them up somehow or somewhere. Like whether it's you know NBC, it's what, not like, going to be NBC. I'll tell you that right now. I don't think any station will touch that with a ten foot pole though. Uh, you know, there's still an maybe audience can, out there. Or maybe you can, like, have her die off. <laughs> They're going to take the all the show. On the next episode of Roseanne. Yeah, she Roseanne dies. Dead. <laughs> and we'll be renaming the show yeah, after yeah, this. Yeah. Um, Dude. You know, there's so many different um, cable outlets out there where they could take a chance to get to. There's Amazon, there's Netflix, there's uh, uh, Hulu. Um, That's true. 
I guess you know, there's you know, there's they can do like different stations to CBS, Fox. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if any any station with a touches them with a ten foot bulb, but yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, thanks, dude. She needs a warm glass to shut the hell oh, up. Oh boy. So Tom, do you have anything, man? Um, my warm glass to shut the hell up. Actually, no, not my go back to your shanty is Happy Gilmore. Happy um, Gilmore. Yep. And what's um, going on? With it's, that, my, it's my own fault. But uh, went to the range this weekend. Uh oh. Drinks were flowing. Uh oh. Which range? Uh, Mr. Divots in Parma. Mr. Divots. Adequately named. You got to know that one, Alex, right? Yeah. Um, Do I? And, <laughs> you know, like I said, drinks are flowing. Uh, stupid decision was made to try and show off and show off the Happy Gilmore swing. And, oh, oh, no. Oh, boy. Snapped the old driver. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Did, you got, hit into the, did you hit it into the turf? Hit it into the turf. Uh, my tailor-made burner. Stiff Oof. shaft. Oh God! Snapped it into. Hey, like, I got one for. Sale How old was there, that buddy? driver? Was it? Something? It was old. It was, oh, okay. it, was, it was. It was the first like. Definitely better than doing it to a brand new one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh God! It was the first driver that I went out and bought. And That's right. I snapped it. Like, We've all I, been there. I just kind of like looked at the, the the handle in my hand and I was like, you "Your friends laughing your ass off." Fucking kidding. My sister was there, and I looked over, and she, you would have thought that I just stabbed the kid the way she looked on her face. Oh wow! <laughs> like she. I don't know. Have you ever broken a club? Oh, uh, yeah. I've broken a couple wedges. So yeah. Anger, yeah. Sure. I've broken a couple wedges. Bend a putter. As mo- as mostly off like chipping. Like if I like I flub a chip or something like yeah. that, it just pisses me off. Yeah, I, like I'm like, all right, I'll make par here. If I hit a nice chip up right. there, then I fucking flub the, sh- the chip two feet. And I'm yeah. like, then I just throw the club and it hits a tree and it's it's done for. That was, those shafts are That was the, the second club that I've broken. I broke a, a four iron. Four iron. I, I. That's an expendable club, though. Yeah, yeah you don't need. You don't need <laughs> a four, four iron. iron. Yeah, I was once around. I was trying. You're to in pump. a four iron. You should be hitting a three wood. I was, yeah. I was trying to punch out of the woods. Uh, that's yeah, true. I hit a tree branch and just wrap it around a tree. Yep. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's an expendable club. Yeah, um, or a tree root. That's what I'm trying to say. Whoops. Anyway, so what was that? That was your uh, go was, back to your happy shanty? Gilmore can go back to a shanty. Well, okay, for well. giving me that damn idea. Well. Okay. Um. Or alcohol or me. Shit happens. I've been there. All right, I think that's going to do it for the that part of the segment. Um, do we have any questions from the channel? Uh, we got our one from uh, PN <laughs> Willie Billy Goat. This guy is a, a legend on the podcast. This guy just—I mean—he sent us sent us the email to start with with ten questions. Man. All right, so it's time to shine. Where are we at here with this? Uh, okay, shooter. Do you still prefer Diet Pepsi, given all the research that has come out in the last oh. twenty years about artificial sweetener? I'm uh, more of a club soda guy now. Man. Wow. You know? wow. LaCroix. LaCroix is great. Oh, yeah. It's oh, so good. I got, I got another one from PN Willie Billy. Okay. If, uh, Double dip in here. Yeah. Did you see Gilmore break the rake and throw it in the woods? If so, you could have reported him and got him kicked off the tour and kept You know what, though? House. Virginia saw that. She already she brought it up to him, and, and you know she still didn't do anything. She brought up that, you know, what's this report about you throwing the, the club and the rake into the woods? And he, Gilbert made some excuse about it. So. Oh, yeah. You wanted to be back. You were back with his family or something. <laughs> Virginia the, fucking bought the, that shit. The rake was I made of wood. It. <laughs> so be back with okay, his whatever family. you say, Happy. Yeah. You know, just because they were sleeping together, she brushed it off. Right. You know? that's, Bullshit. That's right. Virginia Bennett. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So yeah. that's, so, uh, that's going to do it from our crew. questions from our Shandy crew this week. Yeah. And that's going to wrap up another edition of the Ninth Grade and Nine podcast. Uh, like I said, reach out to us. We're uh, on Twitter, 9 and 9 pod. Uh, Tom, what's the email? Do you uh, have it on top of your nine green at 9 there, nine at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Okay. Um, yeah, hopefully next week we have a, a guest use the hashtag lined up. Shanty crew. Hashtag Shanty crew, too. Hopefully next week we'll have a, a less, uh, guest uh, lined up for uh, for us. Uh, fingers crossed on that. But we'll keep you guys posted. And uh, that. We'll definitely keep posting that, and we'll uh, catch you next week, uh, Wednesday. Uh, Same time, same place. See you. Later, guys. See you.